Slice Audio. Oh my God, we're back. Good evening. Happy weekend. Good morning. Guten Tag. Whatever time or language you're trying to listen to this in. I know we took, you know, took about a month off there. Wanted to come in hot right after the election. No, truth be told, so I recorded one of these about a month ago, um, I want to say on October 4th, and it was right as I was getting my on it deal figured out, um, and then I had to work on a few things that I didn't quite have set up, so I got a little over my skis on the last episode. Anyways, um, let's do some ads first, and I am, I'm really excited about this, man. It did, it's, I've been working on this one a long time. And uh, I've got, a, uh, if you would like to support this show, I want to talk about my deal with the company Onnit, uh, O-N-N-I-T. It is total human optimization. And um, they've got mega Black Friday cyber sales coming. They've got supplements and they've got nutrition stuff and fitness stuff and apparel, um, really cool stuff. This is, this is Rogan's company. Um, I know it because of Alpha Brain, which and they just got a bunch of new flavors of Alpha Brain Instant. Um, I'm a believer in Alpha Brain. I'm a believer in New Mood and Nootropics. Um, they also have some of this total gut health stuff. I'm gonna get and uh, I'm excited to try. Um, also, they have a huge. Um, they have this total hemp protein powder. Uh, if you're a protein powder person, anyways, they've got a bunch of stuff. You can check all of their stuff out, but if you would like for right now, just go to murdochjones.com and click on the audit link. Um, and you can get 10% off. Um, and you can also earn a bunch of points for exclusive deals. Uh, just click on the audit link and support, um, a great company who is, uh, back in this show a little bit. Every time you buy something, I get a little how to do and, uh, it pays for, you know, What's going on here? So if you've never heard of Onnit, it's a great company. Uh, those of you that are podcast listeners probably have heard of Onnit before. I'm asking you, while I do appreciate you listen to other podcasts, like those mega guys got their deals, dude. We, we're scraping by the skin of our teeth on this brand new episode 21. Uh, so, you know, why don't you throw a little love this way? Go to MurdochJones.com and click on the Onnit link and you get 10% off, maybe 15% off on some stuff. Um, I think you get some free shipping deals. I should probably know that as I've been dicking around for a month with it, but, um, I suppose I can find that out. Hold on. Hold on. I will show I will tell you. <laughs> if you go to MurdochJones.com and you click on the on it link, you, oh, son of a gun. Hold on. Just wait while my internet catches up and you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. I don't really know how to use this whole thing yet. I'm new with this affiliate stuff. Uh, yes, if you go to MurdochJones.com and you buy anything you want to buy there, um, you get 15% off. So that's what I'm getting for you, friends, for listening to this stupid show. Also, I want to thank our other sponsor real quick, Book VIP. If you would like five nights all-inclusive at a mega resort in Cancun or in, uh, you can go to Puerto Vallarta or you can go to Jamaica, you can go anywhere in the south. And the winter, like it fucking snowed already here, man, right? So if you would like to 
book a mega deal on your vacation, go to MurdochJones.com, click on the book VIP link. There's a huge specials. Um, I got a bunch of Cancun specials happening right now. So get to clicking. Get to clicking. <clears throat> Ooh, my voice cracked there. I can try that again. Get to clicking. No, I got no singing in me. I've been talking all day, man. The voice. I don't know if I can get in through the whole episode. <clears throat> been. I just, you know, I wake up at seven o'clock and I just start fucking yammering, and and I, you know, I don't, I don't hold up until about ten o'clock at night. But I've been working on the silence. Even now, it is no whatever. Let's just start here. It's November. I didn't do hardly any October posts, so I'll give you an update on sober October. I made it the whole run. Started a few days early. Even made it a little more than the thirty days. Um, I was, you know, I started a couple of days early just in case I wanted to go up to Dead Weird, like because that's a, you know, I love Halloween is the best night ever. So I, you know, I wanted to have a couple of drinks, but I didn't do it. It was not responsible. I'm not shitting on you that went like I'm sure I have a lot of people that went and had a good time if they did all of the Halloween stuff and they took precautions and whatever. You're a grown up. I'm not shitting on you. But like, you know, I just thought it wasn't I just I gave out candy. I had a riot giving out candy. Little trick or treaters are just the cutest some bitches and kids you've ever seen in your life. And I kind of respect like. A couple years ago, this is a real story. I just we're just gonna get into weird stuff right away. Sorry, just pay attention. Hold on, it'll all make sense if you just keep listening. <laughs> this is like I don't know, four or five years ago. It doesn't matter. So you know, ding dong, here's the candy, ding dong. And most kids are super polite, and they kind of they just kind of grab one. Maybe sometimes they grab a small handful. You know, sometimes they'll just politely ask like, "How many can I have?" And then if they're nice about it, you take as many as you want, man. I don't care. It's just candy. It's cheap. But one, this one kid. I swear to God, this is a real story. This one kid dressed in Superman or Batman or whatever he was just came and, like, I just held it out. He didn't grab one. He didn't grab a handful. He didn't ask for permission. He just stone gangster looked me in the eye and, without breaking a stare, grabbed the biggest kid handful of candy you've ever seen in your entire life, threw it in his bag, damn near went for another round, but decided he got enough on the first one. <laughs> Pigs get fat and hogs get slaughtered. And then finally broke eye contact, said thank you very much, and walked out the door. We're all going to work for that kid one day. Ah, oh, shit, I should have got his name. He wasn't an asshole about it. He understood the system. He took as much as his little itty-bitty Batman hands could handle. <laughs> then just looked me dead in the eye politely said thank you but in a real gangster way like he was running the show and walked out the door i respect that kid what the fuck was i talking about oh yeah halloween sober october that's what we were doing so you know i made it through the whole month without 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 any alcohol it was easy i i'm annoyed actually like i didn't think i was going to get the shakes or anything but like you know i kind of thought I'd like crave a drink. I did. I did have a, here's, here's one thing I noticed. And like, I've always kind of shit talked non-alcoholic beers, but I had a couple of non-alcoholic beers though. There's one that Guinness makes and it's got a stupid name like caliber, caliper, capaper, something. It starts with a K, but it's kind of good. You know, it makes you at least feel like you're having a drink with the fellas. Or I had a non-alcoholic beer with a couple of dinners 
and it made it like they were delicious. I've like hats off to non-alcoholic beer. I kind of want to try more of them now. Like I'm, I'm the sober. October has. I'm open to the idea of drinking a little less, not because I think I have a problem or anything, but I'm just open to the idea of not necessarily hammering back three whiskeys at a, you know, at, at the happy hour type deal. Maybe just one in a non-alcoholic beer. Who am I kidding? I love a good whiskey, and I get up in the morning, and I pay my taxes. I didn't get the shakes once in 30 days. I can have as much liquor as I feel like right now because apparently I'm not even remotely an alcoholic. Hats off to me. It was, and here's the other annoying thing. I really thought because, you know, like I, here's my average drinking. I'll have, you know, not a drink every day, but I bet three or four days and I'll, and I'll, you know, maybe once a month be, be in the zone of, you know, can't drive maybe twice a month, you know, sometimes rally or whatever you're, you know, you're getting after it. I'm not, I'm just normal day in, day out here talking about it. And so you cut all that out for 30 days, and I thought, like, I bet I'd drop, like, 10, 15 pounds. No, I didn't drop. I mean, I helped a little. Last Friday, I got down to, like, whatever, 239. I started up in the 260s, I think, when I started yammering about this. So I'm sure it helped, but it wasn't, like, a dramatic improvement. I, I lost most of that weight fucking drinking all the red wine I needed to. That's what that's – that's what my – this is my medical expertise – Welcome to Dr. Murdoch. Can't say Dr. Murdoch, I guess. Just Doc, Doctor, Doc, Doc. Yeah, well, never mind. There went all my street cred. But like, you know, apparently if you just eat a little less and you do some yoga and you, you know, still can have some wine and you drink a decent amount of water. I swear by this, though, and I don't mean this as a plug, but like I'm doing this this powdered green juice. I don't even know the name of it. I just call it green juice. It's like powdered greens. It's in the like protein powder section and shit or the health food section. Staple and Spice downtown here in Rapid City, to you folks who are local, they've got a couple of different kinds, and they're the, like, I, they're the super awesome ones. You drink a couple of them a day, and like, make no mistake, it's the, it's the, they, it's the fucking bottom of a lawnmower shooken into water it's not you're not drinking it for the taste but if you choke two of them down a day i don't know man you feel good something about them vegetables how about it how about it you know when you've been saying eat your vegetables it turns out they might have been onto something like my skin feels nicer clearer if that makes sense and i don't i've I'll hear listen to this shit too i also think it's helpful because i have been not drinking coffee like not cold turkey i'll have the occasional coffee but like two a month i think Oh, God, you know what else? Listen to this. Uh, men of my age, here's a, let me, if this hasn't happened to you, I want to prepare you for this. I'm not trying to, like, scare you. But I realize I think I might be at the age where I don't, I don't think it's healthy for me to have a cup of coffee in the afternoon because I'm up too late. God, that is just so depressing to me to be at, like, I know it's just stupid vanity bullshit, but like it's it bothers me, man. Like I'm not I'm not like gonna ignore it, you know what I mean? So you can't have a coffee in the afternoon. It's not gonna ruin my life. But it's just when you sit and think about it, it's like a, it's like having a gray nipple hair. Now you can't have coffee in the afternoon. God damn it! This is how it starts. 
dumping Rogaine on my head every other day. <laughs> That's what I got. I got to get me one of them goddamn uh, hair guy sponsors. I actually use this stuff. Got to get keeps or something. I'll start working on that. Get, at least get some free Rogaine out of this some bitch. Um, well, should we get into it? I guess that's all I have to report on sober October. Like I'm, I'm maintaining a less drinking style, which I'm okay with. And, um, um, self-care September is still a thing. Although I have let the yoga slip, I will admit. Also, I'll say this now that I'm like, I notice my clothes are starting to get a little loose and you know, what's spooking me a little bit here. I'm getting droopy maybe. I don't think I actually am. I just feel like I am because you've lost a little weight and then you just got a little bit of like a not, you know, loose skin, but like, ooh, I'm noticing I'm a little smaller and all of that fat's gone and that's good. But like, you know, I might have to, I got to start, I got to start pumping iron. I got to, you know, got to start lifting kettlebells or bench presses or something. Well, because I don't want to be, you know, you don't want to look like a melted candle. (laughs) In my slow road to health. Oh, yeah, someone, a couple of you emailed in on this, too. This isn't, like, I'm not on some crazy, like, this isn't a mental thing. This is is COVID. I, I don't think I've talked about this, but I apologize if I have. I just, I'm just trying to be healthier because 2020 taught me like being at being, you know, I'm like, I'm nearing 40, which I'm obviously, as you've listened to this show, I've noticed I'm pretty particularly vain about it. And like, I don't want to die when I'm 68 because there's some fucking bat disease. You know, someone didn't fry the whole thing correctly. And all of a sudden I've got the sniffles. And then because I'm 263 pounds, now I'm 50, whatever. I go down. I ain't going down like that shit, man. Like, it's so preventable. I'm not trying to be, you know, like, I'm not trying to get on the movie screen here. I'm not, you know, I'm not, this isn't reasonable. But, like, you know, it just seems, it just seems easy to, like, make sure I'm alive if I have fucking grandkids. So, you know, drink a little less, do a little yoga, watch your droopy skin, and drink this powdered vegetables. Hopefully that doesn't give you some other kind of cancer. And just... Increase your odds a little bit. Oh, my God. This whole thing is just a vanity exercise because I'm getting old, isn't it? Yeah, that's all right. As long as I'm talking about it, I feel like I'll, you can all be my therapist. Anyways, that's some of you have emailed. That's why. It's not like some. The, and no, by the way, the, the non-drinking for 30 days was not court appointed. Although the, that couple of you had very funny lines there. <laughs> all right. Let's get into the show. We haven't done this for a month. I got a shit ton of things to talk about, right? Um, where do you want to start? Let's start here. We're coming into the holiday season. Excuse me, I'm feeling a little stuffy. Okay, sorry about that. So we're coming into the holiday season, right? So, like, here's my thing. I can get with all the pumpkin bullshit. I get it. And like, I like, and it's 2020. I don't want to, like, if, if this is your shit, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, dim anybody's light here. Right. But there's some things about the holiday season that are non-holiday kind of, but get tagged into it that we have to deal with as men. 
and I and I would like to I I would like to take if I can think of some more of them, identify some of them for you women listening in the room, so you can give us a fucking break a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Thing number one. Why during the holiday season does it seem like all I all I see are advertisements for Bridget Jones and it's always on somebody's television and it's always on it's just always on and the social media clips are being shared and it's like my god in heaven are there 47 of these fucking Bridget Jones movies this woman has been I mean this Bridget Jones woman whatever this woman what's her name in the thing she's in the me myself and Irene whatever her name is she's my god been Bridget Jones it seems for 45 years we get it there's more Bridget Jones movies than there are Spider-Man movies. And there's like four too many Spider-Man movies. How many Bridget Jones movies? Let's get into this. Oh, my God. The fact that this is a series. Like, get it together, will you, women? Bridget Jones' Diary. Bridget Jones' The Edge of Reason. Bridget Jones' Baby. These movies have grossed nearly a billion dollars worldwide. A billion. There's only three of these movies? How is that possible? I swore to Jesus Christ himself, there was 14 of these fucking movies. I'll tell you, you made out like a bandit in these damn things. That Colin Firth fella, like he was happy. He was pretty British famous, but he wasn't like American famous. And all of a sudden, he does 13 years of these Bridget Jones Diaries movies. And now they're throwing him in roles like the Kingsman. And he's like a half a gangster in these things. Well played. Well played, Colin Firth. I get it. You want to be known for the Oscars, like about the thing with the guy with the speech impediment deal. But like, you know, I I, I feel bad for Colin Firth because you got to know, like on the third movie, his agent was like, listen, man, I get it. You're a real actor. But like, here's the check. You have to do it. This is an amount of money you cannot say no to. Colin Firth I know you want to go do the King's speech and like good on you Oscar badass I'm with you but look at the amount of money they're going to pay you to play the fuck is this guy's name (laughs) Mark Mark Darcy I just I get it right (laughs) yeah there's going to be a baby this script's a hoot but right yeah I right I understand but look at the check that they're going to pay you. Yeah. That's how Bridget Jones' baby gets made. Although, I'm listen, man, you could pay me 4% or whatever that check is. I'd probably play it. I just can't act. Again, I'm not even mad about the fact, like, Renee Zellweger, make your money, Renee Zellweger. Right on. Good for you. I still confuse you with the other one who looks like you in all those movies. But, like, I'm not faulting any of the people. I am faulting you women for... Allowing this to happen. Nobody wrestles alligators without a crowd. There wouldn't be one of these things. There wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't hear me bitching about these movies. Like I'm coming on hot on them. I get like, I'm not, I don't hate the things. It's just, it's an annoying time of year where it's like, all right, we get it. Fuck with the Bridget Jones. I'm not saying it can, you can never be on just less. Half as much, half as often. Roughly like my drinking. My drinking can be Bridget Jones. I'm not saying you can never have any Bridget Jones. 
That'd be completely unreasonable. But like, maybe not Bridget Jones Tuesday at noon. <laughs> uh. Okay, so like, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to going. Although I've been talking about this, I got to quit talking shit about it. I just have to actually do it. But like, I've been excited to get back into the gym, even though I've I it, it, like. Yeah, there's a level of, ooh, it seems like the gym could be a place where you could get COVID. But, like, I don't know. I think if you're going to the gym, you're, you know, wipe all the shit down and take all the precautions and wear a mask and yada, yada, yada. But I've been looking forward to it a little bit. But, like, at the gym, and I'm not going to name any names here, but the gym that I go to, you know, there's, like, the showers and the locker rooms and all of that stuff. And, the, and, and like, there's constantly just old naked men just kind of taking their sweet-ass time changing because they were in the steam room and they were working out and played basketball or whatever. And they're just, you know, like... I'm not trying to be crude or anything, but like I've literally been in there where there's a dude kind of brushing his teeth after he got out of the shower and his nuts are just, you know, his, his testicles. Or I shouldn't say nuts. Class it up. I can class this story up a little bit. But they're, you know, they're slightly dripping in the sink. And I'm not falling that dude. He can't help it. Like, you know what I mean? But at the same time, like, I'm just trying to wash my hands. I'm not sure I need to see a whole show here. That's always been my take on it. But here's what, here's, I'm going to do 180. I'm changing my tune on the old dudes at the Y. Well, I mean, you're old. You don't give a shit. Just let it hang out. I can appreciate that. I am, again, this is apparently all just my, this is maybe how I'm, this is how I'm accepting my own old age maybe. But like lately I'm just kind of thinking, you know, this is this is how the, these old dudes came up, right? Like it wasn't a thing. It, what they didn't have as much shame about nakedness, like a bunch of weirdo Baptists, like we act like now. And so they're just like, whatever, man. It's not like it's not in your face or anything. I'm just getting ready here. Top of that, they're just old as shit. Who cares? You get to a point in stage in life where you're like, listen, I like to air dry my droopy testicles because I'm 110. This is how I want to go out. I can still go to the gym. A lot of guys my age can't even go to the gym and let their testicles hang out. So I'm going to enjoy it. I'm on their side. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of YMCA, uh, did you see that bit they did on YMCA on SNL? SNL got funny again, man. Saturday Night Live is officially like I punched out on it for a while. I'll go in waves. You know what I mean? I think a lot of people do. I don't think, but like it's, it's getting funny again. I don't know what took them so long. They've had this administration for four years, but apparently they're just going to clock out the last little four months here <laughs> in a pretty funny fashion. Specifically, Weekend Update. Like, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, I get it. Just subscribe to the Weekend Update on Snapchat or something. It is holy shit, ridiculously well done funny. And I feel like I haven't been able to say that about Saturday Night Live for a while. Mm. For a while, they were not, like, for a while, they weren't trying to make straight white men laugh. So I get it. I'm not, like, bitching about it or anything. Like, you guys wanted to change your demo up a little bit? Some of that humor I, I'm, I'm cool with. Some of that humor, you know, I'm a chubby white guy from Western South Dakota. Some of that Brooklyn shit's lost on me. I'm too stupid. Which, right, that's not a bitch. Right, you're right. Write your jokes. Those guys need to laugh. 
there's plenty of, you know, there's no shortage of <laughs> chubby, straight, white, Midwestern humor. <clears throat> that doesn't mean I got to go to the Gallagher show. Anyways, Saturday Night Live's funny again. And old dudes at the Y. Oh, shit. I wasn't supposed to name. Well, everyone knows you're talking about the Y. This is what happens. Um. By the way, shout out to some new listeners. I'm picking up a couple of new uh, groups of people. The word is spreading a little bit. So, like, this is how this this is how this show work is working out. This is how I'm having success. This is how I'm getting deals like with on it. Okay, so like those of you who kind of know me a little bit, you listen to this because you kind of probably know me in some way, shape, or form in person. And then you kind of tell your own circle of six people, hey. If you guys like podcasts, this loudmouth some bitch got an all right podcast. You're going to sound in the first 10 minutes like you don't know what the hell's going on. But if you click in about 45, you start to get into it pretty good. And then you kind of like the show a little bit, whether you've ever met him or not. That's kind of how this show works a little bit. Spread the good news, my friends. Not in a weirdo Jesus way, but just like, you know, I appreciate that. If you're not going to buy any of the shit I'm hawking, then at least go tell six people to listen to this thing. And we'll call it even. That's a super fair trade-off. But, like, make them subscribe on Spotify uh, or, like, on an Apple podcast player. And, like, you know, give it a rating and a like and that kind of stuff. I mean, do your part at least, right? Anyways, I got some new groups. So there's some cops up in Spearfish This is and up in Lawrence County, which is, for those of you who listen to this, not from where I live, it's a couple of towns up here, north up in the interstate. And uh, listen, listen up, you cops. I appreciate you guys listening. Book of Murdoch, I'll, I'll tell you what. The people you pull over, perhaps they can get a deal. If you happen to, <laughs> if you happen to get pulled over in the up in the Northern Hills area, and be like, "Hey, man, how about the Book of Murdoch deal?" And maybe he'll be cool about your speeding ticket. I'm not saying that's gonna happen. <laughs> Boy, this is how I just lost all the cops up <laughs> up in the Spearfish area. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying you're going to get out of a speaking ticket, but like, you know, it's not going to hurt. Thanks, cops up in uh, up in the Northern Hills area. I appreciate it. Spread the love. I can, uh, I you know, this show can been had been translated a little bit at times as me back in the Black Lives Matter movement, and at times I did. But at any given time, I don't think you understand what it's like to be a cop, man. You got to be a you got to be a social worker, you got to be a traffic cop, you got to be a detective, you got to be a marriage counselor, you got to do all that fucking paperwork, and you got 18 bosses, and, like, sometimes you're working at 3 in the morning, dealing with drunk college kids, like, you guys have to do it. You you actually have to work. I get to yap into a mic, listen to me pandering to the cops. Anyways, thanks for your service, dudes. Also, we've got some energy folks up in North Dakota listening that I'm, I'm, I was getting bitched at a little bit by some friends about the lack of content lately. So we're back. <clears throat> You'll notice there's a new MurdochJones.com that is easier to manage and navigate. And I think you will, if you like to listen to the show through the internet and you don't want to subscribe... Uh, that's fine. I appreciate it if you'd rather subscribe, but like, if you'll just listen to it on the site, a more manageable player there on your mobile phone for sure. Also an easy way to click the sponsors, MurdochJones.com. Um, okay. Let's bounce around some stuff here. 
Boom, 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 boom. So I've been getting super into plants. Like in 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 the house. So I'm having a blast, like um, you know, I think I talked about this a little in the last episode. Like, um I'm near I'm I'm nearing forty and I've never really taken the time or the energy to like decor my own space as a grown ass man, you know what I mean? Like like how a grown up would do it. What was what is my style? What do I how does how does my decor you know what I mean? Like how do I make it a relaxing space that's kind of got my vibe. I've never done that before. I got to tell you, if you've never, fellas, if you've never done it before, and I'll, <laughs> I'll like, I get, I get this will be a little harder pitch if you've got a spouse, but like, get into it a little bit. It's kind of fun. It's kind of nice. It's super calming. And it's also like gotten me, turns out I love houseplants. And I can hear you just all roll your eyes, talk shit. Oh, yeah. What a badass. He's doing the houseplants. <clears throat> Hold on. I have to sneeze. Excuse me. It's not COVID. It's just a sneeze. <clears throat> I can just hear all you like manly men right now. Like, oh, houseplants. What are you, an old woman? What are you, cat lady? What a pussy. I'm telling you, man, there's something really calming about it. They're a fun as shit to shop for and, and, and you know, have a, have a cocktail and go shop for some plants and see what kind of speaks to you. Find places to put them in and, like, cool pots and just, it makes your house feel better. And apparently there's a bunch of, you know, it's good for the air and that kind of shit. But, like, you got to tend to them, right? And, like, that's what I thought I would be hate about the whole thing. You got to water them and feed them and blah, blah, blah. No, I'm a schmuck about it. Like I'm soil shopping and researching soil amendments and I bought plant food and like I'm researching water schedules. I'm fucking super into it. I've totally killed one already. Let me tell you, there's a plant called a Rex begonia. Apparently begonias are sons of bitches. If you guys know anything about plants, I'll take all your plant advice or plant pictures, post them on the Facebook page. We'll start a little plant group. I'm getting into it. If you're like... There's still a dude listening to this right now, just like rolling his eyes. Look, you get into plant plants. That's a that's a chick thing. It's not a chick thing, man. It's it's super cool. Also, I'll tell you this, fellas. Give you a little. Let me give you a little love advice here. Take your woman plant shopping. She won't see it coming. And, like, you don't really give a shit anyway, whether you're at Target or whether you're at the greenhouse or whether you're shopping for plant, You're just there. You got to do a measurable amount of this shit no matter what. So, you know, make part of it plant shopping. She'll appreciate the gesture, and that will work out in your favor. So I bet, like, I am, I will admit this. I got a little overboard. Like, I've got an ivy and a, and a fern and a bunch of others. I don't, I don't even know the names of half of them. Like, there's a lot of plants in the house. I bought a lime tree, key lime, yeah, key lime tree. I give them all names. That one's Razor Ramon. Give them all a little backstory, like wrestling characters. They're not all wrestling characters. Got a peace lily. He's named Leon in honor of Hot Fuzz, which is in honor of the professional. So we got a French plant, peace lily named Leon. They don't, I'm not talking to them or anything. We're not having conversations. I'm not losing my mind with plants slowly by myself. I'm just saying I'm, I, it's like a nice hobby. I thought it would be kind of annoying because I wanted them to look nice in the house as I'm decorating my own space. 
But it turns out it's kind of fun to take care of them. Although it caused some wildlife disruption. I, there was an infestation of wasps as it slowly got colder here in October and we got a bit of a snowstorm. Like, I, th- I, I mean, I think it's because of all of the plants and not because of any open door or anything, but like a bunch of fucking insects just moved into the house. They were everywhere. And I had an ivy <laughs> in the, let me tell you, okay. I had a, I had, there, I had a, there was, so there was some wasps in the shower. Like I'm, I get up one morning and it's cold in the house cause it finally snowed or whatever. I'm not really paying attention. Just want to get in the hot shower and just kind of wake up a little bit, you know? And I noticed there's a wasp in the shower kind of slowly flying in the middle, like drunk, drunk pilot flying in the helicopter, just kind of waving up a little bit. And I didn't want to get stung. So I kind of, you know, reactively just kind of threw it down into the water and I'm like, you know, it's six, whatever in the morning. I don't have time for this shit. I don't want to deal with it. So I just kind of like, and that, I felt bad about it because I was just letting the thing drown instead of giving it a quick and painless death. But at the same time, it's, you know, come on, man, I'm doing the best I can. It's six, whatever in the morning. Fucking, I don't have time for the wasps. So I just kind of forget about it, right? Like 7.30 that night. I'm in I'm I'm in the bathroom. I'm on the phone as we do. You know, just chilling, having a relaxing time, and I see that son of that moth. I'm sorry, why did I say moth? That wasp had crawled all the way from the drain to like across the bottom of the tub and up onto the top of the ledge of the opposite side of the tub of where he started in the morning. Like a real Hugh Glass bear attack survival situation, this wasp had this heroic journey from the drain where surely he was, I mean, he. I left the wasp, I left Hugh the wasp for dead. Because I didn't, you know, whatever, man. I got shit to do. And Hugh the Wasp <laughs> made it all the way across the, the, the desert of the bottom of the tub to the slippery terrain of the mountainous top of the tub. And, like, to the, t- to the top. He could see freedom. He was at the peak. I was really proud of him. I had a, like I didn't tear up or anything, but I had a really nice moment. Well, I, you know, like he made it all that way. Good for him, dude. I can't, but like I killed him right then and there. <laughs> Which I will admit now, talking out loud, I feel bad about. But what am I going to keep him as a pet? What am I going to, you know what I mean? Like, he made it. There was an achievement. What do I want? They got to build him a house now? Get out of here. (laughs) Speaking of my house, I'll stop talking about my house. Well, I've been at my house a lot because we've been working from home a bit. 
And so I'll, I just, my, all of my shit I'm writing down is kind of house stories. But when I've been leaving the house, I've been leaving some noise on for Francis the Bulldog. You know, ten, if you're new to the show, I've got a 10-year-old bulldog named Francis. And, I, you know, like, boys are getting older, and they're not there as much, and I work a lot. And so, I, you know, I want her to hear some noise so she doesn't feel so alone. And and I've and the vibe that I've been in, I've been in this bluegrass, Sturgill Simpson mode, right? Like, I'm just a lot of great country music and a lot of great old bluegrass. And so a lot of times during the day, I'll just leave Opryland TV on for the dog when I leave. And, like, I'll come back on. There'll be an Oak Ridge Boys concert on. It's pretty easy listening. And then, you know, go to... Like an episode of Hee Haw, come on. I feel like that's something an old bulldog will like. Although you can't just do nothing but Opryland. I am, I'm going to have to leave it on BET a little bit. Because you can't, well, you know, you can't just have like the one perspective. Can't all be Hee Haw jokes. An Oak Ridge Boys concert. I'm not saying that can't be the majority. I'm like, I don't, this isn't a political statement. I'm just saying, you know, you got to culture it up a little bit. Um... You know an ad I saw? This was kind of cool. One of you actually, I think, maybe sent this to me as well. This could be a this could be a thing from Book of Murdoch. Uh, mailbag. What the fuck am I saying? Mailbag. That's what it is. Well, I gave it a new kind of name. There's a kind of a bunch of new stuff on MurdochJones.com. Just go to MurdochJones.com, and that's how you can get a hold of me all the time. Okay. So I saw one of you sent this in and I saw the same kind of ad for it on social media where it's like a tree funeral. Like they take your this seem I this I kind of like this. They take your ashes and they kind of and you can do this with like your pet or like you. But they kind of take your ashes and they put them in the roots of a tree. And then your family or whoever, your friends or whatever, if like your family hated your guts and you got to have, you know, dad at the office do it, whoever, they go plant that tree. And then you're kind of, you know, it's something to go visit that doesn't, isn't just a gravestone. That sounds nice. But holy shit, it's like, it's stressful thinking about who you're going to put in charge of that, though. You can't, you can't just be Ted from the office. Like, you got to have friends. You got to have family. Like, you got to have... Somebody's got to, like, maintain that son of a bitch. Because, like, you know, when you're... When it's two weeks old and every... And, and, like, the wounds are fresh, sure, everybody goes and takes care of the fucking thing. Like, every the tree's getting overcared for. Get out of here. You, that's enough. I've got enough water. Blah, blah, blah. Quit your crying. Go back to work. But, like, seven years when it when it needs a good trim so it can grow big and strong... Everyone's going to be like, how do you die again? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, that tree. We got to go. God dang, Ted, we got to go water that thing, right? You got to put someone in charge who's not going to kill the son of a bitch. Although, what will I care? I'll be dead. And everyone will have their moment. That's all the, exp- like, that's all that's required. My funeral won't be for me. Although I'll maintain this, just in case anyone, just in case there is a fight in the will, I hope this piece of audio gets played in front of a judge at the court trial. And, Your Honor, I'm not fucking kidding. 
I want part of my ashes put into either cannon or cool bang of fireworks. And I want a band and I want a concert and like a bar and not like some shit band. Like, you know, someone I would enjoy going to. It doesn't have to be the band budget is going to depend on how rich I go down. Like if I get if I'm just mega, if somehow I hit the Powerball and I'm just mega loaded rich, there's going to be a considerable amount of money on the band that gets to come play at my funeral because God damn it, that's what that money is for. That is what my American for having a concert, forcing my friends and loved ones to listen to a band I love that they probably wouldn't walk across the street to see is just going to tickle me pink if there is any sort of afterlife. And, and like, if I'm mega rich and I get to make that happen, <laughs> lay it on me. But even if, like, and if I'm not, no problem. Then I want a band everyone's going to enjoy. I do want everyone to enjoy themselves. But I don't, there is to be no, and this is, and your honor, this is where the court case is going to come in, maybe. There is to be no official religious service. There is... You are allowed to have a religious service. For those of you that are religious and you feel like you must have a religious ceremony to whatever, whatever is supposed to happen, I am not insensitive to that. And so that can happen, but I am not to be put in a casket and buried. So there is no, it's, you just got to put a picture of me on whatever dais you're going to put it on. And I don't want it to be some creepy weirdo religion. If this new pope stays cool, I'll allow it. So depending on how cool the Catholic Church is, that's fine. But this is the most important thing. Your Honor, this is where we need to really start paying attention. Like, I'm like, this is actually going to be played out in court like anyone's going to fucking, whatever. And just keep going with the bit here. There can be a religious service, but in the program and on the thing out by the street, the little sign, the marquee, if you will, it must say, Unofficial funeral of Murdoch. Murdoch Jones, Brad Murdoch Jurgensen, whatever version of the name you're going to use, that's fine. My preference, I guess, if we're going to be official, although it is unofficial, is Brad, in quotations, Murdoch Jurgensen, because that's a real name, but everyone still calls me Murdoch. But it must say unofficial. There is to be no official religious deal. Can't state this enough. And I don't mean that in a militant, aggressive way. It's just not my thing. But I understand some of you might be praying to whatever Lord and Savior that is. And like, I'm fairly non, you know, non-denominational. If you want to, if for whatever reason, when I die, everybody's a Muslim, I don't really give a shit. It's all kind of the same. I don't want it to be super weird. No, you know, and nothing that's, you know, pick one that hasn't killed a million people. And my caveat is I'll accept a Catholic unofficial funeral if the Pope maintains the direction of coolness it's going. But like, if it goes back to the crazy popes where you're like, no, no, no. I mean, you know, I'm with the Catholics because you can kind of do whatever you want. And then on <laughs> you know, and on Sunday morning do a, you know, oops-a-daisy, hoochie-hoochie, and then you're kind of good to go. I can subscribe to that in theory a little. Not for like murder and shit, but like, you know, lied to my wife because I said that sweater looked good on her to make her feel better. That kind of stuff. That's, I think it's good to check in with a dude or a woman or, or a being or whatever. There's nothing unhealthy about that. But I am fine with some sort of tree funeral, but you sons of bitches need to take care of the tree. And then if the tree dies, it's cool. But like, 
I don't don't leave a sign hanging around then. You know what I mean? Like if you dipshits accidentally kill the tree, I get it. You know, that happens. I'm now a plant person who has killed a plant. I understand it can be difficult to keep a thing alive, but I don't, but like get rid of it then. You know what I mean? Kind of down or like, I don't want some ugly thing, like in some weird stump. That's a, that's a dumb, that's not how I want, you know, that's not, that's not how I would like to be remembered. (laughs) Here's an old stumpy tree we tried to get to grow. That's what we think of him now. <sighs> okay, I will say this. Don't ask me to be in charge of your tree, by the way. I don't want that kind of stress. There's a limited amount of people I would do that for. Chances are you listening to this. While I do love that you're listening to this, I am probably not the guy that's going to keep your tree alive. Like I'll try my best. But I would rather not have that. I'll be on like maybe the advisory committee if there is to be one about how to keep your tree alive. But like I don't want to be the guy that's got to go put the thing in the dirt. It's not that I don't care about you. I just I'm not up for the stress of it all at this specific time of my life. Um, okay. Well, I guess let's just get into the election shit, right? So, like, I'm recording this on the 6th of November. I'm going to post it up tonight. Happy Friday, everybody, if you're going to listen to this as I post it. Um, you know, as it looks right now, I don't think they've made any huge moves but like as i'm recording this let's talk about the any election results okay still the 264 to 214 kind of deal but like you know looks like biden's going to win um but and and like maybe by maybe it's going to end up electorally being maybe closer to the 300 mark and and like four four and a half million popular vote I, um, uh, without being an asshole about it to the other side, I think I think you just got to admit that this one didn't go your way, and like that's kind of how it works, dude. And we can and like nobody's fucking stealing anything. Everybody put their guns in their holsters. Just be cool. Looks like the Republicans will probably keep the Senate. You know what I mean? Like if you're a Republican and you listen to this show, and I get a little political here, although I don't like to be often. Like, keep that in mind, dude. Like, the Republicans gained some seats in the House, and there was a lot, you know, there was there was a lot of, like, you set yourself up for the midterms real strong. And, like, the the change of guard of the, of the current administration for the Republican Party long term, that, in my opinion, if I can help you out at all, is going to be pretty good. I know you don't love Biden, but, like, no one's shutting down anything crazy. There's going to be a Republican Senate, probably. Like, just be cool. <laughs> you made it through Obama. Nobody killed your dog. Like, you'll get through this, too. I get it. I don't, I don't Biden's not my favorite. But, like, you know, everyone's going to be fine. That This is democracy. You don't get everything you want all the time. But, like, you got your judges... You got a shit ton of down ticket races. 
when 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 everybody started yapping about the election on Tuesday morning, it was just going to be this great big blue wave that and every Democrat was going to kick the shit out of everybody. And like you and like a lot of people showed up and read we're a 50 50 country, man. Like you want to get your way in the next four years. Don't be a dipshit loser on uh, and understand you won a lot. So maybe calm down on social media about all of the fraud and and nonsense that I'm you know I'm not saying there isn't any fuckery but like it's in the ones and twos and tens and twenties it's not in the thousands and and like there's not two hundred thousand votes to one Trump vote like a lot of these counties are in suit like they're the opposite of what it's like to be in like. I'm like, listen, to the people who live in bigger cities or maybe who are Biden fans, I'm not necessarily talking to you. I'm talking to my closer to probably South Dakota's, and I don't mean this as an insult, although I probably have in the past, super Trumper. Uh, like, no one's stealing anything, man. This is just not going your way. But you got a lot of wins. Like, it's it's looking good. Like you got Like, you got your judges, and you got a lot of, like laws repealed and because you got your judges you're going to have a shot at roe v wade and you're finally maybe going to get to knock down a bunch of obamacare shit and yeah there's going to be a democratic president and yeah there's going to be a democratic house but like everything's fine (laughs) no one's no one's you'll catch more flies with sugar than vinegar or however the fuck that saying goes is what i'm trying to tell you i'm not going to be a i'm not going to gloat I'm not a Donald Trump fan. I'm never going to be, but like, I'm not going to be an asshole about it. You know what I mean? He's got to step down when finally, if the votes count out and if for whatever reason, however many votes got to be counted yet, if it goes Donald Trump's way, we'll be like even Stevens. I'll start bitching at the fucking Democrats about it. But just be cool. That's really all like, just be cool. No matter what, in the next few months, it's going to be a little, you know, there's going to be courts and recounts and it's a longer process than you think and understand not everything happens in an hour. Just fucking be cool. That's, we're going to end the year. I read this thing the other day that, or this today, even that the band Creed is thinking about getting back together. Like fucking, I will turn this car around. We've, we're almost through 2020, and I'm not saying that 2021 on hour one, day one, everything's better, but, like, we've had a rough year, Creed. Can you just give us a couple of months before you just decide to willy-nilly start making more Creed songs and everybody else? Will you maybe shut the fuck up about politics for a little bit and, like, you know, go help a stranger? For every time you talk something shitty on Facebook, fine. You also go have to help somebody randomly you don't know. If you want to if you want to do both then knock yourself the fuck out otherwise maybe keep your guns in your holsters save that i can't believe i'm saying this but like maybe save that shit for thanksgiving your family can't kick you out really just go annoy them for a while and i'm talking to both sides there like there's such a thing as winning with grace it it's a it's a it's a it's a thing you're gonna have to understand I'll say this. This will piss off my my Republican friends. You know who kind of did it with grace? I thought Obama did it with grace. I I didn't vote for him either time, but like, 
He knew how to win with a little bit of class. He knew how to go out swinging a little bit at the end after you, after you do in two terms and in a really funny way. And I do appreciate that because, you know, if you're a funny president, I think that's got to be kind of helpful. And I'll say this about the current one. That guy is not uh, the one that makes all the yucks at the Algonquin round table, I will say. <laughs> okay. I, that's the only shitty thing I'm going to say. I swear to God, I'll drop it. I will try to drop it. Most of the time, almost all the time, I'll give it a shot. That's the best I can do, man. Let's talk about the South Dakota things. For those of you who don't want to talk about South Dakota politics for a while, we're the first state ever, I think, that has legalized both recreational and medical cannabis, which is the industry term for it. It's not weed. It's not marijuana. It is cannabis. And like, holy shit, dude. Didn't see that coming. Medical, sure. Like, and this is a real number. And I want, and, and like those of you that are still on the fence about all of this medical marijuana and like if it's a really scary thing to you still, I 100%, I get it, man. Like, but hear me out and understand this is a real number. More people voted for medical marijuana in the state of South Dakota than voted for Donald Trump for president. And Donald Trump got more support in maybe South Dakota than any other state, 65, 66%. And medical was at 68, I think. The difference was, I want to say, and like, you can check me on my math here because I don't feel like looking it up, but I want to say by about 10,000 votes in South Dakota. And that might not seem a lot to you that are listening in Chicago, but in South Dakota, where there's one point whatever million people is all, 10,000 is a shit ton of people. That is a lot of votes. And to you, like, to my legislator friends that listen to this, I think because a few of you are starting to pick me up a little bit. First off, I appreciate it. Thank you for your service. Secondly, you know, there's votes here. And not everything's got to be about, you know, being grossly for the people. But, like, understand this: that te- more people voted for medical cannabis than Donald Trump in South Dakota by roughly 10,000 votes. So... Just be easy, man. This is not that hard. This is not the end of the world. And I get that a lot of you are uncomfortable with the re- recreational aspect of it. And I, that's, you know, I understand that. That's fine. But heroin's not going to be, we're not Oregon, man. Heroin's not just going to be sold on the street. I There's an argument that there will be an increase in youth. But, like, I got to tell you, Increase in youth is something that I think people say that don't necessarily understand how the youth actually get this. My own children showed me how easy it was for teenagers in South Dakota to buy illegal drugs through Snapchat from a total stranger. And um, uh, it was it was shocking how easy it seemed. So like increased drug use is a hard argument for me because it's not that goddamn hard as it is right now. I got to tell you, I'm not saying I'm for increased youth, whatever, but like, it's just weed, man. No one's no one. You can't OD from this. The worst thing that can happen is like you go, <laughs> you gotta go to the hospital because you think you're going to die. And then all your friends get to give you shit for a long time. Like, you know, you can't drive and that kind of shit. All that stuff applies. They have that stuff with alcohol. But this is not, you like, put your guns back in your holsters. That's what we're going to call this episode. 
Um, what other election stuff do you want to talk about? You know, Mike Rounds one here and all the normal stuff one here. Passing this cannabis stuff. Oh, yeah, and you can sports bet now in South Dakota. I think starting in, like, July of next year, if you want to bet on the Bears or the Vikings or the Broncos, you don't have to call Ted the bookie who, <laughs> you know, who, who can't remember what you bet for, or you don't have to call that guy on the other side of the state who knows the dude who you met through that dentist. Now you just go and call the thing and place it in. That's... I think that could be so helpful for Deadwood because if you've never done this, like if you've never been down in Vegas on a Sunday when a bunch of football games are happening, just sit yourself. If you ever go down to a place where there's legal gambling, go find the sports book and just go sit in there, grab a beer and just kind of watch people. And it's not going to be packed probably, but like there's a shit ton of sports on TV and you can bet on 17 million things. And like how long is the Star Spangled Banner going to be? And what's going to be the score at the end of the first quarter? And who's going to score the first touchdown? And I'm not saying you got to place a million dollars every time, but oh my God, it's a riot. It's an absolute blast. I'm looking forward to it. You can smoke legal weed. You can bet on the bears. Although who the Christ would bet on the bears? Like that's a hard one to bet on. Let's all be honest. I mean, I'm with the bears bear down, but at the same time, I ain't going to lose my paycheck over the thing. (laughs) Well, I mean, you know, I've got all this medical weed to buy and let me tell you, I've got the MRIs to prove the bad back. I have feeling good about it. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. I got I got a, I got a lot of friends who listen to this too, and they're all kind of talking. Let me answer all of you guys' cannabis questions because like there's there's like fourteen hundred people in South Dakota right now that are already cashing imaginary checks in their heads about trying to get into the cannabis industry. Everybody, again, once again on this episode, put your guns back in your holsters. <laughs> it's like it's gonna be a year or two maybe before any of this is gonna happen. There's a lot of government stuff that's got to get worked out. You're, you, the thing I would advise you about right now is like, don't get over your skis. Don't start. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not an expert. I don't know shit about shit. But like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who are like, I'm going to start buying land. Like, ooh, our governor is not about this whatsoever. So maybe, again, guns in the holsters. Although, on the flip side, if anyone's got Governor Gnome's ear, a lot of votes here, man. You don't want to lose your gig over this. Five years ago, it would be insane to say out loud that the that that anybody in an in a in an, an elected official like a governor could not get reelected because of industrial hemp and medical cannabis or recreational cannabis. And as I believe we've all seen at the polls, that is not necessarily the case. And yeah, I get it. It was a presidential, but like more people voted in South Dakota than I think ever voted in South Dakota before. And there's the other thing to keep in mind. Like the important thing is here that a shit ton more people voted and and you could mail them in, you could go early, you could go the day of, and you had to wear a mask and all there was people to work it. But like, you know, no one's got to go take the hill with a gun and like, I'm not going to lose a cousin over this shit. You got to really appreciate that. That's special. Don't forget that we get to take that for granted. Like, okay. So there's some things that happen in the government that you don't like. I understand it's your nest egg. I understand it's your 401k, but like no one's trying to steal anybody's shit. Everyone's just trying to do their best. 
I'll drop it. But it's like, seriously, man, this is now is the time. I know I won't shut the fuck up about it, but like it's a deal. Oof-ta. We're just going on and on and on tonight. Well, man, we haven't done one for a month, you know. <clears throat> All right, quick. Um, <laughs> I'll do a quick story from Al Sister. And this is, I'm borrowing, this is from my father, Jamie. I'm borrowing a story from El Sister from him because this is really his story from El Sister. So I'm retelling it a little bit how I hear it because he's pretty funny when he tells it. So it's the early 90s, give or take, right? And in the little town, tiny town of El Sister, by the way, if this is your first story from El Sister, I grew up in a little tiny town in El Sister, South Dakota. 700 650 friendly people is what it said in the sign and it was i really liked i and i have fond memories of growing up there um because it was you didn't have to lock your door and you can walk you know you just walk across town like we would ride our bikes to the next town it was just you know a lot of openness to the whole thing but at the same time now that i'm adult there's a lot of rednecky thing that are popping up so they you know here's what it is it's stories from elsister <laughs> so in the early-ish 90s we, you know, small town cop, um, small town hardware store and feed store, you know, internet's not a thing yet. Cell phones aren't a thing yet. You'd go down and shoot the shit at the hardware store a little bit. You know what I mean? Good bunch of dudes there. And it was like a dad and, and, and sons who all kind of ran it. And they're all super awesome. Still are super awesome. Every time I see them, I it, like really like catching up with them all. And they had an old man, old man Dick. And he was just a hoot, man. But he was an old man. He was it, when you picture old old hardware store owner in your head. This is who you picture. He smokes a pipe. You know what I mean? He's got his old DeKalb seed hat. Same kind of button up shirts for the last seven hundred years. You know what I mean? Um, and 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 the cop and a bunch of people are standing in the lobby, and they've got this new thing called a breathalyzer. Got to remember, it's the early nineties. And the cop is explaining how it works. He's like, so if I think you've been drinking, I pull you over. And uh, you do a sobriety test, and then you blow into this thing. And old man Dick's listening from the office to kind of down the hall a little bit. And, you know, old man Dick, he's an old man. And, you know, it's you got to remember the time. He'd nip a couple of nips of the whiskey, you know, lunchish. Not every day. I'm not, I'm not making it. I'm not downplaying. I'm not trying to be insulting to him by any means, but you know, he's an old man and it's a different kind of time and you can nip a little whiskey all day. And so he comes out kind of while the middle of this conversation is going on. He's like, give me this thing. And it's like, you know, 1030 in the morning. Takes a big blow through it. It thing hot's red. <laughs> and he kind of throws it back to the cop. He's like, that thing don't work. Just kind of goes back into his office. <laughs> that's the that's the kind of small town stuff. Like it was it it's nice to have that kind of small town background. Like there's a lot of redneck shit that we grew up with as well. Oh, I'm going back. I'm heading I'm heading back east. I'm gonna go see the small town. Don't get, I don't, you know, it's, it's Thanksgiving season and I'm, and, and like the twins are going on this really bitching vacation. And so I'm going to head back and go see a bunch of old cousins and God, maybe not though, because of COVID it's, it's probably not like think people aren't going to have Thanksgivings and stuff. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people will, but oh, I understand if people aren't. Well, I don't want to, you know, you don't want to show up 
you're barely invited because you hardly see them anymore because you never get back east and, you know, then you show up and you kill some great aunt I've never met before just because I stopped at a gas station two days prior and, you know, the one time I forgot my sanitized my hands or whatever. And you can't wear a mask while you cut turkey gravy. I mean, I guess you could. I do get to go see my grandparents, though, like at the nursing home that they're at. You can do face-to-faces now, which that's kind of exciting. Although they can, it's kind of funny because they can't hear shit. And <laughs> it's not funny. It's sad. And I'm not trying to make fun of them at all. But, like, you, know, you get to that age where, you know, you know, kind of don't. I, again, a bad grandson, I don't get back enough. And so, that you know, it takes a little bit to jumpstart who I am. And then it takes 13 times to say it because they're old. And I'm not making fun of them. I love them. They're great. They're awesome grandparents, but like, you know, you got now you got to do it through plexiglass and a mask, and I'm happy to do it because I just want to see them. But it's a little, you know, it's a little more patience testing a little bit. At the same time, you haven't seen them for a hundred years, so it doesn't matter, and you just want to have every conversation at once. But you got to keep it in second gear. Oh my God! I hope for Jesus Christ there is a president before Thanksgiving. Although, will it matter? You're going to fight about it anyway. Well, we'll do another episode about think. That's what we'll do next episode. We will do tips and tricks to not kill your family at Thanksgiving. Oh, also what we're setting up here is, um, and I want a couple of you, um, have been asking for a live call in show. So I'm working on that. I don't know. We'll do it. We'll we'll do a test run of that sometime this year. There's a couple of equipment things I got to buy and then we can take a, that'd be kind of fun. I'll do that. Like on a Thursday night or something, we'll just do a live show and like, you know, we'll promote it a bit. I'll need you guys help. You got to tell, go tell everybody about it. You know what I mean? And like, we'll test run a <laughs> we'll test run a live show with some call-ins and see how it goes. Um, a couple of you have been asking about it a lot. So, we'll, like, here's the thing, though. I don't know if this show has got enough juice to actually do that yet, but it'd be a good test run, and I don't give a shit. Like, I can just stand there and kind of do the show normally until it kind of starts to take off a little bit, and then some people call, they call, and if they don't, whatever. It'll just be a normal show. But we'll try a live one, and we'll see how it goes. Um, thanks for giving me the time. I took them. Yeah, I took a month off, man. I just, you know, the election's a lot. It was just, I felt like I was just screaming about it to you. And then it, and this on it deal took a little bit and like, I wanted to update the website a little bit. And like, you know, this isn't my job. I'm doing this on the side for fun. I'll do it when I can do it. Quit guilting me. Although I do appreciate you guys nagging me because that does make me get back here and do an episode. So, you know. We're kind of back into it, back in the groove, back on the grind. Um, MurdochJones.com, you can get 15% off anything from your Onnit purchase. Just click on the Onnit link. They've got uh, the great stuff. Um, I, I would, what I would start with, like if you just want to buy one thing, is you should try their Alpha Brain or their Alpha Brain Instant. And it's, it's, it's great for supporting memory and focus and like mental processing um you know that like it's a nootropic and when what nootropics do 
if you're into these things is like memory and mental speed and focus. It just kind of helps you keep you in that zone if that thing is a real thing. Um, that that's how I feel when I'm on it. Like when I'm kind of killing it, that's, it's kind of what I've, you know, helps me kill it more. I'm not saying it's a magic pill, but it, it's certainly, I've noticed a difference. So if you want to start with something, um, go to MurdochJones.com, click on the on it link and start with alpha brain or alpha brain instant. And they just got a bunch of new flavors like peach and, um, I want to say apple and lemon and a few others. But that's the instant kind. And, like, you just throw it in your bottle of water or whatever. Or they just have a pill. Um, and it's in at least at least go to the site and click a bunch of links because I'd like to go tell the audit people that you folks are listening. <laughs> and then if you're looking to take a vacation, go to MurdochJones.com and click on the book VIP link. Because if you are going to go through this winter in the upper Midwest, don't you know? Don't you know it gets cold in the upper Midwest and we like to go down into the Cancun. Right now you can go to the Crystal Resort in Cancun, get five nights hotel accommodations, all your meals, all your drinks. Do you want to do one of them all-inclusive things? $4.99 a couple. Boom. That's it. Like you save an average of like 80 something percent. Um, and you, you can do a down payment plan. Like for, you can put 99 bucks down and you can still get the same price. Um, some of them have a timeshare thing on it just for full disclosure. Um, but some of them don't. And, um, you get to, you know, like I, a lot of these resorts are, they make it so they've got masks and they spread everybody out. And there's obviously a lot of less people going, but like in February, whether there's a fucking virus or not, it's going to be negative 15 degrees and you're going to wish to Christ you listened to me. And like, man, I should have saved 83% off my February vacation because it's cold as shit in the upper Midwest. And I'm tired of scooping snow. And five nights with all my meals and drinks covered for $4.99 a couple sounds like something I should have done. You're right. That is something you should have done. So go to MurdochJones.com and click on the book VIP link. That's the show. Thanks for giving it a spin, and remember to keep your guns in your holsters. It's time for the credits. I need to cut some credits. The Book of Murdoch. This has been a Home Slice audio production. This particular Credits was recorded in Studio 2A. The executive producer is Mark. <laughs> He's in my cell phone as Mark fucking Houston. <laughs> executive producer is Mark Houston. Engineering, Chris Jaquez. I think it's Jaquez. I call him Jaquez. And he is certainly the smartest man at Home Slice when it comes to technical abilities. I'm Murdoch. I wrote this uh, photo and videography by Russ Danger Haddon and all graphic design done by our chief brand officer, Robert Tiberius Henry. See more shows at homesliceaudio.com or check out the homeslicegroup.com. Thanks for listening. Give this a like or a share and you have a great day. Mark has to listen to this and he's going to be so annoyed and that tickles my fancy. 
So leave this goddamn piece in. <laughs>